Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! We're back. To school. Yeah, back to school. To show Dada we are not fools. Yeah. That's right. Back to school. (laughs) Almost back to school time, bitches. Yeah, so... See you later, non, non-adults, people with, with jobs. I just, I just feel like even though summer vacation doesn't apply to us anymore, mm-hmm. and even though, you know, it's just like it's just you just go to work the next day. I don't know, man. Something about summer ending and school starting, it still gets me all these years later. Mm. Shit. Yeah. I'm not going back to school. I mean, well, well, shit. Actually, I have a job that involves me going back to a school. <laughs> so I guess it does affect me more now. But I'm mm. saying even when it didn't, it was still kind of like, oh, back to school. Yeah. Well, it's just traumatizing. It's like, you know, like the last the last month of uh, summer, it's like hanging out on a Sunday. You know, you have to go back to school on Monday. It's like, fuck, well, my day's ruined. It's like August was was always ruined. So you're like, fuck, I got to think about it all day. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything, but I, I have to because school's coming. See, August, I'd always break it down. I was like, well, it's not even close to school yet because the first two weeks of August, we still have summer rec. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, well, I mean, we still have the Erie County Fair. Yeah. And then the fair would fucking end and be like, well, I mean, it's not September. And yeah. then it'd be September. It's like, well, shit, we still have Labor Day. And then it'd be like fucking Tuesday morning after Labor Day. You're like, oh, I've got, well, we've got one day because our mom was a teacher and had to go back a day early. Be like, all right, we've got one day to just like fuck up our babysitter. <laughs> and then the next morning we're out there. I was like, well, the fucking bus hasn't come yet. We're standing outside on the road. The bus has not come yet. And the bus shows up. We're like, well, shit. Yeah. I guess summer's over. God damn it. You go to school, and it has that strange smell. Like whatever cleaner they used every single year, yeah, I get. Tr- I like when, when I smell that out in the wild, I always get triggered by that. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh fuck, <laughs> you know. It's just like it's that new school smell. <laughs> Slash, uh, <laughs> custodian jackoff. <Yeah. laughs> no, uh, yeah, so. Um, I guess I can save it till later, but I, I have like a good uh, since we're since it's almost back to school time. I have like a a back middle school. school middle school story I can tell. Wow! Boom! Digging deep into the archives. <laughs> well, I uh, last last night uh, actually, you know, it's it's talking about like back to school. Uh, when when I was way young, uh, I actually cried. Uh, a, a video game made me cry, Eric. I don't Which know if one? I ever share this. So, um, you remember Might and Magic? Of course. So, Might and Magic 3, it was fucking awesome. That was the best. I loved Might and Magic 3, all in on it. It was great. It was like our first experience, like a first-person role-playing game, huge world, you know, like an open world. That was basically my last one, too. It's like the yeah. first and last one. Because, like, half an hour into Might and Magic 4, I was like, this sucks. It's just totally different. They change it up every time. Yeah. But um, and everyone was fucking ugly in Might Magic Four, except for like one person. Mm. I don't know why. Anyway, so Might no Might Magic Four. I had a great time. I forced myself to have a good time. And then uh, it, they even like, it's strange, but like even like towards the end, like there's a lot of open world stuff to do. You could like build up like this castle. You know, you basically had to build up this castle to get the, the sword to kill the final boss. Uh, and and you know like I'd really liked vegging out in a horrible posture uh on the computer even when her mom is like yelling me to get off because i've been there for like plaster just hours and hours uh-huh i got so into the world when when it was over i just i cried i cried and cried and cried I was for like, I, number four i think it was number four maybe it was number five because it was just like that's it and it's over and there's mm-hmm. nothing more and then you could start a new game but it won't be the same you know yeah it was like the adventure is over you know, summer's over. So, last night, uh, so ever since then, <laughs> whenever I, I know that I'm going to beat a video game, you know, it's getting close. Mm-hmm. I, I always, like, like that feeling comes back of just like, fuck, this is it. And I get really depressed. I'm mm. just like, you know, I don't even really want to play it. I mean, like, I kind of know what's going to happen, maybe. But then mm-hmm. if I, like, so I get close to, closer and closer to, like, game time, like, all right, you know, got to psych myself up. Okay, here it is. 
we're gonna do this. We're gonna get through it. It's gonna be great. You're gonna have a good time. You know, this is what we uh, what we got in this for. And then uh, getting getting through that like build up is always tough. Mm. But so I finished off though. I did. I put a bullet in Saints Row Four. It was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. Like if you like the next time I see you, you gotta play this game. Mm-hmm. It's like GTA, but actually fun. I always like GTA. Me too. And like, all right. So imagine if somebody took the best moments of GTA and was mm-hmm. like, "Fuck everything else." Well, I mean, how funny is it is that like I played GTA and like never did one fucking mission ever. <laughs> all I did was like, "Wee, let's turn the radio, let's fucking kill people, yay!" Yeah. How many cops can chase me? Can I drown in the water? I'm gonna hit a sweet jump on this building. And that's all I did. Oh, can we get the fucking code for a tank? You're not the boss of me, police. Ah, I'm just going to kill old people this time. And then punch hookers. I loved Grand Theft Auto. I'd never... And then I, I tried, like, playing one mission. They're like, go here, do this, find this person. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do and where to be. That's like a job. I hate you. I'm just going to run over more people. Yeah. So, Saints Row 4, and I, I talked about this last episode, but Saints Row 4, it's like... It's like an R-rated comedy, mm-hmm. but with a shit ton of video game parodies. So if you if you're like me and you love Mass Effect and The Matrix, the first movie, <laughs> <laughs> let's just be uh, be serious about that. Uh, and uh, and you want them combined into an R-rated comedy with mm-hmm. with like the GTA engine, but only focused on having fun. This is your fucking game. I mean, for me, it's like I had so much fun playing this game. It's in my top ten, like of all time. Wow. And basically, it's like the the gameplay is like, all right, we're going to give you GTA where you're in a city, right? And you unlock different parts of the city, and you unlock different, like, missions and stuff, whatever. But third of the way through the game, we're going to give you fucking superpowers. Oh. Superpowers in a GTA game. And they're like, guess what? We're going to have you, like, unlock this sprinting power where you can run so fast, literally, you don't have to get into another car for the rest of the game. Interesting. And you're running so fast, you're knocking down other cars, not hurting yourself, not like hitting one and going, oh, and falling over and getting set on fire, and the cops come up and like kill you. No, man, you're just like running so fast and knocking over everything. And like, fuck, this is pretty cool. Then Mm. there's like little collectibles throughout the land. It's like, all right, I'm going to jump like Superman, taller than than a building in a single bound to find like collectibles, and every collectible goes towards buying new superpowers. Where you're like, fuck, I thought I had awesome superpowers before. Boom, you can upgrade it. Hmm. Ah, so uh, every every power that you get, uh, let's say like half the powers you get are awesome. Uh, you, the first thing you get is like a freeze beam. Where you're like, boom, I can freeze a bunch of dudes and come over and punch them like time cop style. And they just uh-huh. explode. Um, you upgrade that to like... You get like a like a freeze element, like a money element, but then one one of those uh, things is like a, a nuclear explosion that causes any human or any body within a certain radius to explode. Mm. So you come up to a huge crowd of bad guys, shoot in one like nuke beam, boom, a bunch of dudes explode. But then it, it does like a chain reaction where any dudes next to them also explode, and anybody <laughs> who's in a tank or in like a vehicle, they also explode. So just like roll up with my superpowers, boom, 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 boom. everybody's dead. Oh shit, that sounds cool. Yeah, and unlike GTA, they're like you know how like. You kill, like, one innocent bystander, a cop comes after you. You kill that one cop, three cops show up in GTA, and then eventually, like, the helicopter comes. Yeah. And unless you have a tank or a rocket launcher, you're pretty fucked when the helicopter comes. Mm-hmm. Like, the helicopter's there to stay unless you have a cheat code. In this game, so they got dudes flying in on flying machines, and because your arsenal, because you have a huge arsenal, I must say, uh, in addition to superpowers, you can take that, they can take that out. So if you start doing really well and really well against like the more and more and more like escalated bad dudes that they send at you, all mm-hmm. those dudes go away and they send in somebody just as amazing as you are, like a big monster with superpowers up against you to fight you as like a boss battle. Oh man. Yeah. And it's and they get tougher and tougher as the game goes on. Like eventually you have to like figure out a way to like disable their superpowers so you can actually damage them. Mm-hmm. But then once you kill them, then you absorb uh, their powers and you get more. You get stronger. So it's like mm. the pointlessness, the pointlessness of like P 
pissing off the cops in GTA is like gone. Now it's huh. like you're having fun killing a bunch of people that they're throwing at you, and then all of a sudden you're in a boss battle, and it's like, and if I stay with this boss battle, you don't have to. You can just run away. Um, I could get better powers. That's awesome. Huh. Well, so so there's a there's not a preset order that you get the powers in? There, There is. Like, as you do the story missions... Uh, you start mm-hmm. to unlock them, and then there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of side missions, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll tell you you're like like it uh, you're at like a little hub on your phone where it says like all right these are all the side missions you can do at any point in time, and and it'll say this is your reward for doing it too. Okay. So, so you're not just like doing this escort mission and like hoping for the best. It's like mm-hmm. do this escort mission, get the superpower. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking huh. great, and like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I stopped playing GTA a long, long time ago. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's like, I don't really care about the realism. I don't care about, like, if your character eats at McDonald's, they'll get fat, and you can't run as <laughs> fast. Fuck that. That is kind of funny, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, this game is also hilarious. Like I said, it's an R-rated comedy. If you haven't played this game, you gotta fucking play it. At one point, so, I, I said last episode, Keith David is in the game playing himself. Because <laughs> he's in like all these games that they parody, Mass Effect, Halo, like every single one. At some point, Keith David goes bad. Oh, Keith David betrays the team, and they have to bring in the one guy they bring him to take him down, Roddy Roddy Piper. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> serious. And they, did he record the lines before he died? Or he did. Yes, I think it might have been the last thing. That's so cool. They bring him in, Roddy Roddy Piper, and they and they do like shot for shot. Punch for punch, the fight Whoa. scene from They wait Live. A wait a minute. So you're saying Roddy Piper punches him in the dick? Several times. Oh, man. And then, like, just keep dating, like, motherfucker! Yeah. No, they, they, uh. go, they go at it. It's great. And then afterwards, they're like, yo. And and you can with your phone, you can summon uh, backup throughout the game, so you're never just alone. Uh, and you're collecting dudes as you do missions. You're like, oh, now you can summon this guy. You can summon this boss from a previous game and stuff. After that mission, you're like, yo, you can summon Roddy Roddy Piper to fight at your side for the rest of the game. Fucking Roddy Piper. No longer with us, but will live on forever in an awesome video game. Yes. That's fucking cool. Dude, for anyone that has never seen the fight scene between them and they live, just fucking look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Maybe we should post it because, first of all, it's like one of the most hilarious uh, slash also greatest fight scenes of all time because yes. there's very few takes in it, very few cuts. Um, and then, two, when you watch it, you'll realize how many times it's been parodied or copied. And, I mean, like, basically all the fucking Peter Griffin versus the chicken fights in <laughs> Family Guy, it basically got their start from this fight scene. So, Oh, yeah. That's so cool. It's great. And then I will give you I will give you a spoiler, Eric, because yeah. at this point in the game, so the finale last night, playing through, and you're like, all right, you're gonna fight the final boss. It's coming. You're trapped mm-hmm. in the um so when you have superpowers, you're trapped in like this matrix matrix like game world. But when you uh when you come out of the game world, you're in the real world, you don't have superpowers. Okay. But you gotta like fight your way through hordes of aliens and stuff, you know, just using your regular powers. Or your, right. your regular like, guns and stuff. At some points during the final mission, you get power armor, mm. and you're like, and and the main character's like, oh my god, I have superpowers in the real world. Fuck yes! And Stan Bush's <laughs> "You Got the Touch" starts playing. Oh my god, this does sound amazing. Oh, it's fucking great. Wow. Yeah. At that <laughs> point, I was just like, yes, this is the greatest <laughs> game of all time. Oh shit! This does sound really good. Usually, yeah. when you review video games, I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." But this sounds amazing. No, it's it's really great. I mean, there's like there's murder and mayhem, and it's just all by having fun. They give you cheat code. Like, if you feel like just like cheating, they have official cheat codes in the game. Just like, all right, there it is. But my kind uh, of game. Uh, exactly. It, it's just so much fun, and and it's cheap too. Like, it came out uh, in 2015, so you can get the um, what you call it's um. You get like the version with like all the extra DLC. Like uh, they have, they they do this thing where they do like deleted scenes, which are just like extra missions where they like make fun of the game. Uh, that's in there, and then also like an episode where they save Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I'm looking forward to. And then there's like a standalone uh, mission that's like like this crazy rock musical that is free on PSN this month. 
Really? Yeah. So there's like a bunch of extra stuff that they threw in that I I can't wait to play. But the the main <laughs> game it's just it's just so much fun, and I can't believe more people played. The 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 thing is is um, I was looking through um, you remember, you know like uh, achievements. Mm-hmm. So uh, achievements are on PlayStation. They call them trophies. Are like when you do certain certain uh, you do something in the game like you beat a certain chapter, beat a boss, and it says, "Bring guess what? You got an achievement." Yeah. You know, it always has like a punny name and stuff. So uh, I don't know about uh, on on Xbox, but on the PlayStation, they'll show you how many, like what percentage of people got that trophy. Oh, all right. So you're like, yo, you killed like 1,000 aliens. You got this trophy. Yo, that's kind of rare because only like 50% of people who ever played this game got that. Mm-hmm. So uh, because you get like uh, trophies for just hitting like chapter markers in this game, you can kind of tell pretty, like, with way accuracy, like, uh, how many people have actually gone through the entire game and, like, where the drop-off is. Yeah. Because, you know, like, that's kind of a thing nowadays is, like, people don't finish games. Yeah. You know, it's, like, they just don't. So the final mission, for beating the final mission, only, like, 20% of all players on PlayStation actually beat the game. Wow, that's not very much. No. Not at all. But then uh, I was looking through it, and I was like, all right, well, let's let's go back a few chapters. And I saw that, uh, like, uh, a few chapters into the game where you first get your first superpower, and you're like, fuck, yeah, this isn't a GTA anymore. Mm-hmm. Only, like, 45% of all the players actually got that far. Oh, shit, they quit too early? Yeah, so, like, half the half the people, and it's not very far in, half the half the players didn't even get to, like, you know, the game-changing part. Or did they just get to that part and just be like me and just stop doing missions? That could be true. Huh. And then just, like, fucked around. But, like, the missions are, like, there's never a mission where, like, wow, where you're, like, wow, fuck that mission. I hate it. You know, every single one. Even even where they're, like, all right, you have to, like, we're going to disable your superpowers for half a second. You know, the main character will complain about it, and eventually they'll give them back to you. You know, it's it's not about being challenging. Did they ever do a video game for... The Thing, the 1980s version of the movie The Thing. They did, they did, um, I know they did, like, uh, a sequel to it because there's, like, a super, I know there's, like, a super unlockable ending where you get, like, helicoptered out and the helicopter pilot is McCready. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's, like, dun-dun-dun, he survived. Um, I think it was I was was just saying, I mean, like... The thing. I mean, I fucking love the thing. It's so good. It's so creepy. And you know, we we wanted Resident Evil to go back to like fucking scary, which is looking like the new one's finally going to. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't someone just fucking adapt that movie? That's plenty creepy. That's true. I was. Um. I just. I'm, I'm thinking this because I just read an article like 20 minutes ago about the guy who shot it. Oh yeah. And he was he was given this clue. You know, like the whole. Uh, you know, the, the fucking dog walks into someone's room earlier and, you know, the dog's infected. So you're like, oh, shit, you know, someone's infected. and But mm-hmm. you don't know who. And then you have the infamous blood test scene. Right, classic. So fucking got it, right? The couch and, scene. And then everyone's, you know, they're fucking sticking the hot uh, coat hanger, Wu-Tang style, into the blood. <laughs> um, and you, and you, you don't fucking know who it is. Mm-hmm. But... The the guy who shot it, he actually they, they have the smallest of all clues. He's like the way we lit it. Every time we cut to a guy, you can see a glint in their eyes. You know, like basically huh. anytime you have someone with a camera, you always see like a, just a tiny glint in your eye. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Fucking stare real close, and you'll see one guy who doesn't have the glint in his eyes. Oh. He has just dead eyes because he's the one that's infected." Wow, interesting. So they cut. They do close-ups of everyone's face, and the one. Whose eyes don't have that little tiny glint? That's the guy that's infected. <laughs> so it's like it was there all along. There it is. Wow. Now you know. And then the guy was like, "Well, shit. What about the ending?" Because he went back and watched the ending. You know, the two guys that are left. He's like, "The oh. one fucking guy doesn't have the glint in his eyes." Hmm. Aha. And then he said, "Well, no, actually, they uh, they said there. We, we just had to leave it up, and there was no act. There was no secret in the end." Hmm. It, that could have been both of them, neither one. Well, that's good. That like, like I said, my theory is, is they just fucking froze to death because life is unfair. 
<laughs> fucking, I bet it was fucking Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I, I, I just thought that that's why I liked the movie. I, well, I mean, I love the movie, but I, I was like the ending because it was like, oh, oh, we cheated death. We fucking killed the aliens. Oh, yeah. shit. It's still 20 below zero here. And once the building stops burning, we're just going to die. Yeah. Because we have nothing left. And they're just staring at each other. And they're all like paranoid. It's like, you guys are both dead in a second. You guys are going to be fucking Jack Nicholson from The Shining by the end of the credits. So I thought that to me, like that to me was the best ending. was just like, well, life is unfair, so you're both dead anyways. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude. No, I think if like one of them lived like some kind of final girl, it would have been not as good. Yeah, no, it was a perfect ending. Uh, Go watch the thing. All right. Here's some uh, superhero news time. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. Fucking Ben Affleck just announced the villain for the solo Batman movie. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So I don't I don't know this news. Wait. Okay. So can I just... All right. So it's not going to be the Joker. No. It's not going to be the Penguin. No. It's not going to be the Riddler. No. It's not going to be Two-Face. No. It's not going to no. be Killer Croc. No. <laughs> Unlimited power. No. Let me think. I, uh, I I approve of this choice. Is it is it Zaz? Nope. Picture Zaz? No. Hmm, interesting. All right. Uh, it's not gonna be Catwoman because it's like all right. We've done these cinematic villains in Batman history. Yes. And we've seen the Scarecrow. Right. Although Scarecrow would be a good choice. Scarecrow. I mean, you gotta admit, one of the fucking best ones they ever brought onto the movies. I mean, and they didn't really do him justice. I, I feel like Nolan. He really got the bad guys. Yeah. All three bad guys were so good. Yeah, it was just like the Scarecrow that was kind of weak. That was like, like you know, like I want to see like a full-on Scarecrow movie. That's all. Well, I would have liked that too, but I, th- I thought Scarecrow was good, and I liked his cameos in the next ones. Oh, yeah. It worked. All right, the bad guy in the solo Batman movie, Deathstroke. Fuck yeah. Totally works, dude. It's awesome. like fucking evil Batman almost. Yes. <laughs> like, and it's not a cheesy villain, that's been done, you know, like you can't do any any Batman villain that was in the 60s TV show. You can't do. Yeah, because it's just it's like, do you play it too campy? Do you play it the too creepy? It's just going to be a problem. Fucking Deathstroke. He's never been done. He's a fucking warrior. He's got gadgets. He's badass. He wears a mask. He looks cool. They fucking released footage. You should go check it out right now. They released mm. footage. What it looks like. It looks great. Wow. Looks great. Well, fucking a! If if somebody was like, was was like, okay, you are Ben Affleck, and you're in charge, <laughs> yeah, of a solo Batman movie. That sounds like like best case scenario. Yeah, I want to see Batman versus Deathstroke. That's gonna be some good battles. I don't know if it's gonna be the greatest monologue, but it's gonna be some good battles. Uh, you know, I've seen some. There's a great fan film, uh, um, a a couple of different great fan films mm-hmm. with Deathstroke in it. And they're they're just like like you can do a kick ass Deathstroke, looking at UCW. Teen Titans did, <laughs> Slade. Okay, but, so uh, so you know a little a little cheesy. I think I, mean, uh, I think uh, I'm looking at it right now. The fan film version was better, but uh, well, you know we'll give him a shot. We'll see. He's just shooting a camera at a computer screen. Yeah, so. it looks like RoboCop except with like some orange. That helmet, like that helmet it, is way too big. Uh, I like that's not a cloth mask though, because I've already seen. Like uh, the Green Arrow TV show, they did like a little bit of a helmet with a cloth mask over it, and mm-hmm. you know, and I like that this is more, a little more tactical. Okay. But I don't know. I was like Deathstroke. That works. That works. He hasn't been done. He hasn't been done to death. There's room to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. It, and we won't have to be fucking talking about like, oh, the Riddler. Well, it's got to be Jim Carrey. Yeah. Or or it's got to be fucking <laughs> or it's got to be Johnny Depp. You know, like. Deathstroke could be anyone. Cool. So shut up. Yeah, and it's like you know, Deathstroke's like like an old man. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Does he lose yeah. an eye during during this movie? Is what I want to know. And also, you can still have if you have Deathstroke as the top guy, you could still have a couple smaller rogues in the movie. True. I mean, just hopefully not Killer Croc because he's too busy watching his BET. Well, <laughs> all right. So so all right. This choice alone tells me. There's gonna be a lot of fucking action in this movie. Yeah, there better be. He's gonna like they're gonna beat the hell out of each other mm-hmm. at at several points during this movie. Like we've never seen Batman face up against like an armored villain. It's always about like Batman. I'm gonna kill you with my philosophy and craziness. Aha. Yeah, 
Yeah, usually Batman is interrupting them doing something grandiose. In this one, he's gonna probably gonna be stalking Batman. So awesome. I mean, I'm on board with this. Uh, good choice. Mm. Good choice, dude. And like I said, and if you want to have a couple minor villains in it too, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But Deathstroke. Now, suppose now, obviously, this is just uh, taking some more guesses. But they're shooting Justice League right now. Affleck just shows this, so they're wondering if he, if Deathstroke pops up in Justice League. Hmm. You know, the timing of it all right now. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, fingers crossed. Expectations low. Yeah. Just, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All I know is just, just bring on the Batman solo movie, dude. Yep. <laughs> bring it on. By the way, where, where are all the um, people apologizing? For what? For taking, for taking a shit on Affleck three years ago. We gave him a chance. On this mm. podcast, mm-hmm. I wonder all the people are like, ah, fuck. I want, I want to hear those people. That's the thing about that's the thing about being a being a troll, Eric, because you never have to apologize or remember the bad things that you said. Oh, or a sports analyst. It was like I watch sports oh. all the time, and this is so funny. They make predictions that aren't for like a year and a half down the road. Oh, this person's gonna be a bust. This person's gonna suck. This is gonna happen. Blah blah. And like two years later, everyone fucking forgets. That's the best thing though is that you know, some of those analysts are on Twitter. And mm-hmm. people just routinely dig up their old tweets and then repost yes. back to them. Like three years later, it's like you're such an asshat. Yep. You know, like they they sit there and say one thing, and then two years later they totally reverse themselves, and people are like, ah, in your face. Yeah. Take that. Internet justice, I guess. Politicians just- and sportscasters beware. Yeah. So I'm fucking pumped about that. Um, another movie thing that I'm pretty excited about. All right. I loved the movie Zombieland. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, it was just, it was fucking perfect. I fucking loved it. And I feel like it brought on the Woody Harrelson renaissance. <laughs> like, Woody Harrelson wasn't doing shit. No. And wasn't cool. And then he did Zombieland. And you're just like, I kind of feel like this is, uh, you know, just like how Nick Cage puts himself in movies. I kind of feel like this might almost be Woody Harrelson in real life. Mm. If he just, like, smoked a couple more joints. Well, he, um, well and he got away with um, beating the shit out of some uh, reporter. By claiming to be a method actor. Oh, yeah. He's like, sorry, well, I was. I landed, I was still in character, and I just thought I thought he was a zombie. You just had to beat the shit out of him. Actually, Woody Harrelson in the movie 2012, that might have been full Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Because uh, he was a total stoner guy predicting the end of the world, and he was pumped that he was right. But <laughs> um, I love Zombieland. It was funny. It was perfect. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um they tried launching like a TV show on Amazon, and the pilot just everyone took a dump on. I didn't even watch it, um, but now they finally want to make Zombieland two, which at first you're like, ah oh, shit. I mean, like there's just some movies you just can't do another one to. But I feel like with the whole apocalypse, you can do zombie apocalypse. You can you've got room. Sure. You're not trapped. And the news that I'm slowly getting to is that the people that were the writers for the Deadpool movie are writing Zombieland two. Okay. That's that's what I needed to hear. You guys or girls, whoever wrote it, I don't even know your name, sorry. <laughs> uh, whoever wrote Deadpool, if you're writing Zombieland 2, sounds like it's in good hands. Thank you. Yeah. Boom. Well, Bring it on. Bring it on Zombieland 2. I thought Deadpool's script was okay, but at least, at least like the overall Deadpool movie was good. See, the, the thing about Zombieland was the wit. Mm. It was funny. It was witty. And even though there's, you know, it was a little creepy and fucking people get eaten and stuff, the funniness is what just made it so good. Yeah. And obviously Deadpool was funny. So if those guys are writing Zombieland 2, I feel like it'll have the right tone. I'm into it. Bring back Woody Harrelson. Bring back Emma Stone. Um, I guess you can bring back Jesse Eisenberg as long as you punch him in the dick for doing Lex Luthor the way he did. Eh. So, so many people had to have signed off on that. You know what I mean? I like, just want to know, I want to know if he just fucking had this grandiose moment and he's like, you know how I'm going to do Lex Luthor? And they were like, huh, yeah. Or if they were just like, yo, this is really fucking stupid, but all the suits thought it'd be good if you did it the opposite of all Lex Luthers that have ever been done before. I don't know. I mean, like, look at the, maybe, maybe like a lot of people, you know, he's looking at the script and he's, you know, figuring out how to play it and he's like, okay. Ding, 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 ding. I've, I've rang the dinner bell. Uh, how the fuck do I do that? Well, I guess I'll have to play it like a crazy person. You know, that is true. I mean, the script sucks so bad Yeah. that I guess the 
probably wasn't a lot. I mean, but see that like like I said, I wish he had fucking played it the way he played uh, the Facebook movie. Sure, I mean that's that's probably what they wanted when they signed him up. That's probably because in the Facebook movie, he's the smartest man in the room, mm-hmm. and he's so sarcastic and he has no time for them and just fucking outwits them. And it's so perfect. Like, I had to think that when they cast him, they were thinking, oh, we'll have a young Lex Luthor like that. And he's got to be like, I just want to get out from under the Facebook movie and do <laughs> and do uh, more things. I don't know. You know? See, I mean, that, that just shows you, like, how, like, all right, the Facebook movie was great, not just because of, like, a single performance, but because, you know, like, directing, the writing, yeah. like, everything else. Yeah. But he's great. have a great performance. But anyways, so it's totally sidetracked. But anyways, I love Zombieland. I, I, I could watch it all the time. And now that I've heard that news, that I'm like, okay, maybe Zombieland 2 will be good. Hmm. Well, fingers maybe. crossed. Do you want to hear my back to school story? Uh, what am I going to say? No? Come on. I don't know. You could. I don't care. <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't back to school, but it is a school story about throwing up. I don't know if I've ever told you this one. Oh, is it? So you, this is a true story. story. Yes, all my stories are true. <laughs> okay, oh, let's hear it. I make shit up when I write books. This is true. <laughs> and even those are based on real events sometimes. No, when I tell a story, it's fucking real. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as you know, our mom was obsessed with attendance. Yes. Basically, she wanted us to have perfect attendance because she didn't want to stay home with us when we were sick. No, and if we ever got sent home, she was like, son of a bitch. No, and like we would be sick and she'd push us out the door. She'd be like, well, I mean, if you stay home, you're just going to miss all the work and then you're going to have double the homework the next day. So you might as well just go and do it. Yep. And I just felt like a lot of guilt for being like, I still don't feel good. You're going. Oh, yeah. You just had to. I mean, I remember just being absolutely sick and just like, I just got to gut it out. man. And this sucks. So I had perfect attendance all through elementary school, sixth grade. I get to seventh grade, and I remember, like, I was telling her in the morning, it's like, oh, I don't feel good. I think I'm going to puke. And she's like, here, take some Pepto-Bismol. Oh, no. I'm like, really? I told you I don't feel good. And then Pepto-Bismol, I mean, it either soothes your stomach or makes you puke. Yeah. As, as far as I can ever experience it. It makes you throw up, dude. It's like, yeah. here, take this. It'll make you throw up. Yeah. So so I, I'm fucking on the bus. And I'm just sitting with my friend Joe, and I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to puke. And, and, and Joe was just like, he's got to puke, basically, you know, like telling other people, you know, oh, like, no. yeah, this could be good, right? All right, cool. Something, something fun's going to happen on the bus. I'm like, no, dude, I just got to gut this out. He's like, don't gut it out. Just let it go, dude. It's going to be funny. I'm like, not to me. So I, I'm feeling so sick that I get off the bus, and I go straight to the nurse. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's first period, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, oh, I'm not gonna, I don't feel good and stuff. But I was like, well, I'm at school, so at least I'll have my perfect attendance record that you know our mom was so obsessed with. And then they're like, well, the school just started, so we'll just list you as absent. I was like, ah, oh, huh. you, you fucking bitch. What? <laughs> I was like, I fucking get that award every year. I don't get a lot of awards, damn it. So I'm like, I'm, I, I could have stayed home. And fucking puked. And now I'm going to fucking puke at school and and get marked for being absent. This is fucking bullshit. Mm. So <clears throat> I had to fucking drag my ass on the bus to get here. So they call mom. And as I'm waiting in the nurse's office, like, just fucking sick. Uh, everyone's in first period. Everyone's in their classes and stuff. And mom comes. And she's like, ah, you're not feeling good. It's like, no, get me out of here. I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. And she walks us out the front door of the middle school. Mm-hmm. And as I'm going, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to puke. I'm so embarrassed. Like, there's, you know, there's at least two classrooms that are looking out at the at the, en- the entranceway. Right. And I'm like, I can't hold it anymore. I run to the left where there's a line of bushes. I'm like, and we're talking straight pink barf. Yep. The Pepto-Bismol straight pink. Like, it's fucking gross, dude. I mean, like, it's kind of creepy to see pink puke. So I was like, blah. And then mom's like, what are you doing? Just get to the car. I look at her, big mistake. I'm like, blah, all over, like, the <laughs> entranceway. I'm, like, puking all over the ground and stuff. She's like, don't go back to the bushes. So I'm puking on the bushes. Blah. And I'm like, you know, I got puke sticking out my nose. I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, Everyone's watching me. She's like, no one's watching you. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Don't even be... No one even saw it. And of course, right fucking then, the principal pulls the goddamn fire alarm. What? It's fire drill day. No. I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You hear the fucking fire drill come out, right? The whole school 
and leaves the fucking school. Mom's like, no one's going to see you. Don't worry. Because I'm in seventh grade. This is when this is like peak embarrassment time. Mm-hmm. And the whole fucking school is walking out. And I'm like, don't look at me. And I'm kind of like fucking hobbling. I'm like doing the fucking Quasimodo hunchback, like shuffle. <laughs> trying to get the car. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Still coming out. I'm like, oh, I got to run. I'm like pulling the coat over my head like a celebrity that's uh, fucking leaving <laughs> the police station after committing a sex crime or something. Like, <laughs> and like don't worry about it. So uh, so the next day in school, I'm just like, oh, shit. And I'm kind of telling the story at lunch. And they're like, mm-hmm. that was you? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. You won't believe this. I'm like, well, what happened? Well, and during a fire alarm, you have to walk out single file, and you all got to be quiet. There's no talking. You get detention. Mm-hmm. Well, the first fucking guy saw me walking, wasn't looking where he was going, and fucking stepped in <laughs> pink cute. And he's like, oh, shit. They're like, be quiet. So he couldn't say anything, and everyone's walking single file, and like a dozen people fucking walked in my pink cute. There's like pink footprints all on the sidewalks and stuff. Like, oh, dude. And this one kid, Craig, he's like, I stepped in that shit. Oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool now. <laughs> I'm like, you all stepped in my puke. Yeah, it was me. So I was all excited about that. Um, like a month later, this is the only two times I ever puked in school. But uh-huh. a month later, I go to school. And I'm just not feeling good. And I've got gym class right before lunch, and but I I fucking give I'm I fucking give my all at gym class because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like my you know I'm somewhat athletic and I I am competitive so I love gym class gym, gym so, class hero yeah kind of you know so I'm going hard in gym class and then afterwards it's like so sweaty and so hot I'm like oh my god I don't feel good I don't feel good and I get to lunch and I brought money to buy my lunch and I was like oh I'm not hungry but I'm so thirsty so instead of buying a lunch I bought a chocolate milk and then I thought better of it oh. and fucking fucking doubled down and bought two chocolate milks <laughs> and just fucking slammed them just double fisted chocolate milks God. i don't feel good i'm hot and i just double fisted two chocolate milks i was like <laughs> just get in my belly chocolate milk mm, this is a great idea i am so smart so i double fisted chocolate milks i was like holy shit <laughs> like they did a u-turn in my stomach it's like turn around come on back up no and i'm like oh my god oh my god so my buddy nathan was like dude take my he like dumped his lunch out of his uh paper bag his brown paper bag he's like dude take my paper bag in case you got a puke going up to the nurse's office because out of the cafeteria you walk up like a little bit of a ramp yep and then you <laughs> and then you uh you go to the nurse's office i was like oh my god thanks dude Thank you. I take the chalk, the the paper bag, and I put it over my mouth like like you would if you're gonna hyperventilate into a bag. Yep. And I walk out, and I'm like, <laughs> just like puking into the bag as I'm walking up the ramp to the nurse's office. But as I'm doing it, fucking Nathan, before he gave it to me, he punched <laughs> he punched two holes in the bottom of the bag with his finger. What? <laughs> fucking diabolical genius, seventh grader. Oh, so man. as I'm throwing up into the paper bag and walking up the ramp, I'm just leaving a brown trail <laughs> of, of chocolate milk. I mean, it's basically, it's it's barely even puke. It's just recycled chocolate milk. Uh, Warmed up chocolate milk. Maybe damn. a little bit of chunks in there, just a little bit, but I mean, like, I just fucking, just like baby mama birded it out. Onto the uh, <laughs> so I get to the nurse's office and, um, you know, I'm fucking stupid and sick and they're like, what's wrong? And I just like, Oh, I puked. They're like, oh, okay, all right. And I held up the bag. I'm like, what should I do with it? They're like, are you holding a bag of puke? Throw it in the garbage, you idiot. I'm like, oh. And as I hold it up, I'm like, this bag is remarkably light. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's like last drop of chocolate puke. It's just like bloop off the bag. I'm like, what the, f- what the fuck happened? And so I had no idea what he – I didn't know until like you know later that he did it on purpose. So, But as I'm sitting – in the nurse's office, the bell rings, and you probably remember this in in lunchtime. All right, if you fucking buy lunch when the bell rings and it's your lunch, you gotta haul ass. You gotta run. You gotta run because if you're first in line, you get your food, and if you get to lunch late, you have to you you sit in line for twenty minutes waiting to get your lunch while everyone else is socializing, flirting, eating. Yep. So you gotta fucking haul ass. So I'm sitting there looking out. 
side on into the hallway and the bell rings and all these fucking sixth graders just hauling ass as fast as they can. They start going down the ramp and then slip whoop boom baby someone fucking slipped on my chocolate milk and like they didn't even they didn't slip and hit on like on their ass they like fucking log rolled like a good 10 foot <laughs> down the ramp and I was like yeah fucking slip it slide like there is a silver lining to every time I puke in the school like if I, someone always goes down in my puke so yeah a couple little kids with their fucking trapper keepers just hauling butt down the ramp slipped in my puke and fell Boom, baby, because it was fucking the ramp back in the day was brown, and so was my puke. Camouflage. <laughs> Camouflage puke. So Awesome. So, yeah, the next day, Nathan was like, I punched holes. And I'm like, yeah, dick, I, I figured that out. Awesome. So, yeah, someone else fell on it, so suck a dick. Ugh. You probably ruined someone's life. After that one, to be like, yo, here comes puke, girl. Can you imagine that? Like, oh. I can only open, like, you know, I could barely see down the ramp. And, you know, I saw the first one, was like, hey, hey, and then kind of turn inside because I was feeling bad. But I can only hope that some girl in a dress slipped and, like, <sighs> face first baseball slides down that ramp. <laughs> like, just this mud puddle down the Nasty. front. Oh, just like, how do you explain that? All right. See you in two years. No, it's going to take at least three before we all get over the story. I don't know. In, in middle school, though, it was always a thing where, like, girls would like change clothes like they would swap clothes with each other yeah that that totally happened like while i was in middle school so maybe mm. somebody had like i don't know wore the gym clothes for the rest of the day that's true i'm thinking like all right best case scenario <laughs> yeah i never never puked at school ever again just as two times in seventh grade but they were memorable yeah well i mean at least you didn't puke on a teacher no that's Te true no, that, that would have been that would have killed you, man. Yeah, back then you were allowed to. Ugh. Teachers could rough up kids. Yeah, man. <laughs> like this one guy used to fucking give me the Vulcan neck pinch. Mm -hmm. I shit you not, my seventh grade science teacher. Which way? Which one? Mr. Baldwin. Oh, uh, yeah. I never had <laughs> him, thank goodness. That fucking dude, he'd walk around, and if you were goofing off, which of course I was, so I did deserve to get in some kind of trouble, he fucking Vulcan neck pinched me. I'm like, ugh! He's like, pressure point. Like, he, oh. he like drove me down in my seat, like, ah, oh, God! I said, like, I'm, I fucking tapped out before I knew what tapping out was. I was like, eh, <laughs> ah, let me go! And there was like one on your side, too. He'd fucking grab your side, too. And it was just uh. like, I, th I think he was like squeezing your kidney. Sure. Oh. I was like, ugh! <laughs> Just fucking pinch your, just fucking pinch your kidney off. <laughs> like he could fucking do like this, the five finger death punch kind of shit. Ugh. You know, like he would be like, he just like step, 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 and he's like, you fucking take seven steps and you will shit yourself. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, that's back when you could do that shit. But yep. I mean, eventually he fucking, he got basically fired because he, well, long story short, he like finger poked the principal in the sternum. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But it was like, only because his wife was an English teacher and they, they found her old Playboy spread and fucking put it on the on the chalkboard underneath the projection screen. Yeah, who did that? I don't even it was like it was like a year like I was in seventh grade. No shit. Yes, I was in seventh grade. I think I was the last year of him. Mm. I had her the next year. But he was forced into retirement that year. So it was an eighth grader. So it was like a year older than us. Because I think it was like Ryan Kazmark told me the story. Yeah, I think I heard that same story. He fucking, she ran out of the room crying, went to him. And he went and stormed it. I think he fucking <laughs> Vulcan next pitched like everybody. <laughs> I think he was just fucking. I mean, who knows where he was grabbing people. But I think they were all. I think the whole classroom was down on the ground. In oh, pain. sure. She's <laughs> like, oh, what? I didn't even do anything. No, I was over here. Ah! He's just fucking just choking people out, fucking <laughs> grabbing dick. I don't even know. But, like, that, he probably, I think he wrecked everyone. And then when the principal came to give him the business, he fucking was like, good luck breathing through the hole I just poked through your chest. That was it. I heard, you know, when, speaking of, like, middle school, you know, like, everybody had, like, this joke of, like, middle school, like, shove fight. Yeah. But, oh, I got uh, a couple of fights. But I heard of, uh,. <laughs> When I was when I was in middle school, I heard of somebody they get like jumped in the uh, in the bathroom, and the bathroom is like made out of like concrete. Yeah, that's bad news. 
So, but I heard they got jumped, but they got their way out of it by like pinching everybody's dicks. <laughs> that was the thing. It was like it was like it was like they were like a super nerd. Nobody like expects anything of this tiny little kid, and they're gonna like kick the shit out of him. And he's like, yeah, and starts grabbing dicks and like just yeah! squeezing real hard. Like, oh fuck! It's really hard to defend against that. You've got to yeah. commit almost both your hands to protect your junk. So I can see how that would. Uh... I I got in a, a middle school shove fight. Mm -hmm. Where this kid, see, I knew this kid, right? He yeah. was like a friend of our neighbors. And so I knew the kid, and he had like a cast on. Oh, no. <laughs> a cat, you know, he had like a cast on his leg, right? Okay. And so he was looking at me, and he stuck his leg out to trip me. But he, he made eye contact with me first. It was like a joke. Hmm. And so I stuck my leg out too, and I basically fucking tripped the broken leg kid. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, oh, whatever. We we're just joking around and stuff. Well, this other guy who was a total dickhead and must have been friends with that guy, he was like, hey, what the fuck, man? And he shoved me from the, from behind. And so I was just like, fuck you. And so I shoved him. And we just shoved each other a couple times. And I shoved him really hard. And he hit the drinking fountain. Oh. And the middle school drinking fountains, there's like a button that you push in to get the water. <laughs> and he hit the drinking fountain hard enough that the button pushed in the water started going. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah. I'm not fucking, <laughs> I fucking buttoned you. you know? I was like, I'm, I pushed you so hard I made you drink yourself. And he tried to play it off all cool, like the water was coming out. So we just uh -huh. turned around and took a sip from it. <laughs> and I was like, "Awesome!" And then I, oh, fuck. So I like, so he stopped pushing. So I basically won because I shoved him in the drink fountain, and the water's going and stuff. He took a sip. So like, clearly the shoving is done, and I have won. Yes. So I got, I got to send him off with something cool. And so <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like. This is, the, this is the fucking lamest thing. I, I never, I should never be able to make fun of movies that have the terrible fucking one-liner before they kill the bad guy at the end. Yes. Because I was like, I was like, I bet you get detention a lot. Give my regards to Mrs. Hendricks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had gotten detention a couple of times, so I fucking knew uh. the detention lady. So, I bet you get detention a lot. Give my regards to Mrs. Hendricks. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? You're trying That's to be like cool. Worst, I was trying to be cool. That's like the worst fucking line. I should have quit ahead. Yeah. I was ahead. I fucking shoved him in the drinking fountain and made him drink himself. Yeah, I should have just walked off like that. He clearly didn't want to push me anymore after that. And I had to fucking ruin it with that terrible line. Luckily, I mean, no one, no one made fun of me for making that line because I would have fucking made them drink themselves too. <laughs> like the fucking boss. But uh, <laughs> yeah, shit, that was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, you learned. Yeah, but it, you know, at least he hit the drinking fountain. I want that to happen in uh, Batman now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like have like a flashback where you have like teenage or middle school Batman and middle school Deathstroke, and he like pushes him into there and says something really lame in his Batman voice, but he like his voice cracks. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That well, Deathstroke would have been like, "Give my regards to your parents." <laughs> Damn. Or he'd been like, be like, yo, tomorrow's parent teacher conference day, or, or as you know it, just a day off. <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. Well, that's all I got. I mean, I guess we should say R.I.P. to Gene Wilder. I guess. I mean, uh, to many people, he's been not around. He hasn't been like doing much of note in like pop culture. So when he when he kicked the bucket. I was like, he, he was still alive? All right. Is it weird that Gene Wilder always creeped me out? Not weird at all. Like, I think that a lot of people say that is, like, the brilliance of his acting, but I just always felt there was, like, a little something off with him. Yeah. Like, in a real way, not an acting way. And, you know, I, I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead, but I'm just saying that's how I always felt. Like, he creeped me out in Willy Wonka, but, hell, that's just a movie. But then, like, he creeped me out in a couple other movies, and then, like, when he ever did interviews, I always, I always thought, like, he would... Like, I always thought, like, he just looked at you with these eyes, like, I, I will murder you. And I have actually murdered people and gotten away with it. So I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> he, he That's had, like, always got the look. He, he had, like, that Andy Kaufman kind of yeah. thing happening. Yeah, like, every time people have that Willy Wonka meme mm -hmm. where he's got his hand on his elbow or, he's, you know, his, his hand on his head face and stuff and they yeah. have some sarcastic thing to it. Like, even right then, it's like, he's like, I know where the bodies are. <laughs> they are underneath the chocolate factory <laughs> and there's lots of you know we all swim down here or whatever yeah <laughs> it's like oh we all we all float down here in the chocolate land augustus gloop will tell you man no it's no it's it's true and you know it's like that was not a kid's movie but it was in the kid's section 
It was just a weird. I mean, it was a half half of a kids movie. I don't know. It's fucking. Don't, weird. don't, don't they cut know. a chicken's head off in like the fucking river sequence? And there's like a centipede. Yeah. All, all kinds of creepy shit. But it's just like him like yelling at like Charlie, like really full on yelling. And yeah, then man. like and then like flipping it and be like, ha ha ha, it's fine. I'm giving you everything. It's like, what the fuck? I don't want your shit. I mean, if, with like two minutes of editing, you could make it that no one left that factory alive. Yes. Which is basically what happened. Like, you fucking microwaved a kid. Charlie <laughs> almost got shredded by a ceiling fan. Yep. The other chick blew up. Another one went down to an incinerator. Mm-hmm. And the fat kid drowned. <laughs> like, boom, there's your movie. There <laughs> You're like, you have, you have a golden ticket. Uh, fill out the next of kin contact form on the back <laughs> before you turn it in and please read the fine print. Yeah, no, it's, it's a little bit like Saw where he set up all these traps <laughs> that he know that he knows that children cannot resist. He's like, yeah. Augustus Gloop, you're so fat, you fucking love chocolate. Here's a land of chocolate and a river to drown in. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking true. Like, yeah, maybe, I mean, if you look really close, it wasn't like the seven deadly sins. A little bit. Seven. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> See, like if if the uh, if the uh, Munchkins, if the uh, Oompa Loompas looked like him, then it would have been like Saw. Like Oompa Loompa, like rides out on a little bicycle. Want to play a game? Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, basically, he was like, "If you are worthy, I'll give you my factory." Yeah, my and death if factory. Not, if not, you're dead. And guess what? I'm a recluse, and no one knows what fucking goes on in this factory. <laughs> and I'll kill your grandpa too. Oh yeah, actually, I, there's a great. I think maybe it was Harry Partridge, or um, there's a great bit of animated, uh, like an animated short film on YouTube, where they don't make it out, where where they just keep like, fl- uh, like him and Grandpa Joe float up towards the ceiling fan, and he like mm-hmm. grabs Charlie and he's like shoves him down a little bit, and he's like, oh fuck, gets caught in the ceiling fan. He's like, fuck. He's like, uh, Charlie, go head first. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was crazy. I remember, too, because, like, I mean, just think about it. Think about the fucking guy that works for Willy Wonka that comes up on Charlie in the, the alleyway after he wins the ticket. Wait, like, what, what? What? Wait, what, no, that, that was, like, a spy, though. Was, was it a spy? Yeah, that was, like, the guy who, like, wanted the ticket. He would like he worked, worked for the, uh, the rival candy company. No, no, that's what they wanted you to think. He fucking shows up in the factory at the end. I think he was, like, a heavy. Like Slugworth? Yeah. Mm. No, I fucking, I think at the end they should, like, he worked for Willy Wonka and he was just testing him to see if he was worthy or something. It's like, well, that's even more fucked up. I could be totally wrong on that, but, like, I feel like that was, like, the twist at the end. Like, he fucking sees him taking a piss in the chocolate factory. (laughs) And he was like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he was like, ha ha, good job. Weird. It's like, like, all right, can somebody explain to this madman that in, like, the real world, you know, you can just, like, sign your company over to somebody. You don't have to, like, pass a morality test. In fact, like, like, when Charlie took over, he probably, like, immediately sold it and, like, took all the money and went to, with his family to, like, Miami or something. And whoever took over afterwards, you know, like, if you had stock in Willy Wonka, just went straight through the roof because they're like, wow, better working conditions. No more midget slaves. Okay, great. I mean, everyone gives me shit because I think that the the Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka is like a thousand times better. Yeah. I love that one. That one makes me genuinely laugh. And I like the songs and Willy Wonka and that one. Johnny Depp, it could be his finest work. I'm not even joking. I mean, I know I compared him to Rob Schneider <laughs> a couple months ago. <laughs> but I mean, it's Johnny Depp's fucking finest work is Willy Wonka. So uh, I, I mean, love that one. They, they, they shoehorned... Willy Wonka's dad into the movie, but it's Christopher fucking Lee, so who cares? Exactly, and he's a dentist. It's yes. totally cool. Yes. No, I love, I mean, again, I feel like I'm taking shit on a dead man right now, but I'm sorry, I love the remake so much more because mm. I was just, always just never really liked the original one. I remember going to see it in the movie theater because it was bring a fucking canned good day to the movie theater. Ah, uh, yes, I love those. You brought in a canned good. You got to see the movie for free. Yay. Here's my cream of broccoli. (laughs) Let me in. (laughs) 1984. Exactly. I was like, poor people can't choose what they're going to eat. Take this. (laughs) So (laughs) not not really to get the point that we were poor, too. But um, so and then I sat in the movie. I was like, yeah, who cares what this movie is? Is this free? And I was like, "Uh, this is 
It's weird, huh? It's I don't creepy. even know if I like this. I don't know if anybody is going to talk about it today or this week, but, like, Gene Wilder, like, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, I've, like, you know, it's it's well documented that, like, he, like it was his idea to do the whole, like, I'm Drop a cripple. Um, no, like, 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 when you first see him, he's, like, yeah. a cripple. Yeah. And he has, like, the cane, and he cripples up, and there's, like, ta-da, circus trick. Ha ha! Yeah. And that was like his his like big idea, and he wouldn't do the movie unless they put that in. And it was like you know to, and and his and his kind of like idea was like you know you, you can't trust this guy right off the bat. Uh, okay. But he would he would often have like ideas like that, like working on other people's films, uh, that would sometimes be genius. Like in Young Frankenstein, it was his idea that he like pushed and pushed and pushed for to do the the uh, the musical number with Frankenstein in the end. Yeah, like that was his idea. That was like his thing, and he just like bugged the shit out of Mel Brooks. Like I watched or I listened to an in, an interview with Mel Brooks on NPR, and he's like, he bugged me, bugged me, bugged me. He's like, fine, we'll fucking do it, and they shot it. And he's like, I don't plan to use it, and then mm-hmm. they wound up using it. And he's like, and it made the whole film work. But and when he did his own stuff, because Gene Wilder actually directed a bunch of comedies, uh-huh. yeah, his his comedies always bombed, and I've yet mm. to see one. But I've yet to, I've yet to hear uh, anybody talk about them. Oh, I can tell you. Oh, I don't know if he directed this, but I can tell you a comedy he was in that was the greatest movie he was ever in for the stupidest of reasons. Uh, Blazing Saddles? Nope. Not even close. Uh, you he, won't get it. You was it Bonnie it. and Clyde? No. He's in that he one. Was, he was in a movie with Richard Pryor called Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Oh, yes. <laughs> where he is blind and Richard Pryor is deaf. First yes. of all, I didn't even know who Richard Pryor was back then, but he was fucking funny in this yes. movie. Gene Wilder was not funny, but as a, or no, sorry, yeah. So as a deaf person, though, yes, like I made sense to me. I was like, Gene Wilder, you're always kind of weird, and as the deaf person, I get you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this makes sense. But the reason why that movie was so good was I like I was really little and I saw some world class titties in that movie. <laughs> like, like the chick that's trying to assassinate the two of them mm-hmm. is in a shower scene, and. Gene Wilder walks in there because he's trying to like, he's trying to take something that she has or something. And basically, she's got shampoo in her eyes and she reaches uh, out of the shower across the bathroom sink, reaching for her towel. And you just see titties hanging out there. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This movie's so good. Oh my God, I'm going to remember this forever. And Gene Wilder, like, he's like fucking, he's doing the same thing I'm doing. Like, oh shit, I'm so glad I'm the deaf one and not the blind one. This is amazing. And he hands her the towel and stuff. And I'm just like, whoa. I'm like, I'm like pausing the movie. There's all these fucking static lines because it's a burned VHS tape and stuff. I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then afterwards, she comes out of the bathroom and he's still there. And he's got a huge boner. But he puts his, he puts his hand in his pocket and pretends like he's holding a gun. But it's just his dick. And he's like, reach for the sky. And she's like, but I only got a towel on. He's like, do it anyways. I'm like, more tits. Yes. <laughs> a fucking boner gun. Genius. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, this is almost better than Star Wars. There weren't tits in Star Wars. This is <laughs> So for me, that will always be my fucking best Gene Wilder moment ever. Mm. Boner gun. Boner gun. Thank you, Gene Wilder, <laughs> for boner gun. And Richard Pryor, thank you for being funny in that movie. And thank you to that woman for showing... And 11-year-old titties. <laughs> so, Yay. I appreciated it. I didn't see a lot at that point. Those were great. I should really go back and rent that movie someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, RIP Gene Wilder. You were good. Thanks yeah. Thanks for not being, like, weird on Twitter in your old age. That's true. So, all right. Well, I got to go. Not to go Google that movie. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Google images. Here we go. Boner gun in three. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, uh, listeners. We are the Jumpman Podcast. You can check us out every week over at jumpmanpodcast.com. Uh, we're on hashtag boner gun. Yeah, dude. We're on retrowaretv.com. Uh, shout out to those dudes going over to Mag uh, Labs, formerly known as Mag Classic. I can't make it out, but I will see you dudes at uh, at, at the real Magfest now. The the uh, the Magfest in January. We're also on uh, elder-geek.com. Last MagFest, I randomly ran into Randy from <laughs> Elder Geek, and I was like, hey, what's up? Hey. Cool. We just like, ran into each other, like, hey, how's your kids? Good. How's your kids? Good. Okay. All right. See you later. It's like, f- f- ships passing in the nights. 
Um, uh, you could also subscribe to us on iTunes and um, fucking A, everybody on our Facebook page. Thanks, dudes. You guys are awesome. You know it. Yep. All right, and we'll see you next week for, guess what, episode 300. Oh, shit. We're going to have to make it a good one. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of blew your vomit story a little early. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, all right. I'll have to think of something good for 300 because that's a pretty big one. All right, cool. Can I just yell, this is Sparta, over and over again? Yes, over and over and over again. Okay. The, the only good movie Zack Snyder ever did. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, all right. See you, see you next week, everybody. Peace. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.